Welcome to Astrology Bites. This is your host, Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of the upcoming book, Astrology for Real Life, a no BS guide for the astro curious. I'm also your host for this podcast series. If you're curious about astrology, you are definitely in the right place. This is episode 88 of Astrology Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on astrology. My goal is to make astrology feel simple, clear, fun, and totally applicable to your everyday life. All right, let's get into today's episode. Now, today we are talking about astrology for wellness, and I'm bringing on my friends, Monty Farber and Amy Zerner. Hello, Amy and Monty. Hi, Hi Teresa. <laughs> so glad you guys are here today. Us too, and, and 88, that's double happiness in Chinese, right? Yeah, it's a good number. I love the number eight. Also in tarot, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a number of success. So it's all good. Yeah. And we, we're talking about our favorite subject, astrology. Yeah. Yes. And wellness, our second favorite subject. Right. Yeah. Well, to enjoy life. That is so true. And I mean, you know, you have both been involved in astrology for a long time. I mean, where, how did you first get dipping your toes into it? So I first uh, was introduced to it in art school. I went to Pratt Institute in 1971. And um, my friend, uh, we had a professor, a painting professor, who oddly was an astrologer, and his wife taught astrology. So we were his favorite students, and he did our astrology charts. And, of course, we were kind of skeptical, didn't know much about it. And it was kind of uh, unnerving because my father had died the year before, and this astrologer looked at my chart and said, your father had a double death. And my father did, not to be creepy or anything, but he was driving a car and had an accident and a heart attack. So right there, I was like kind of in awe. Like, And he said other psychological things, so I saw that you could go so deep with this. And I started studying with his wife. Then, um, and she gave lessons in Soho, and it was like a small class, and step-by-step, like your book, you know, covering all your wonderful book. And then when I met Monty in 1974, this is his line. Um, When I met Amy, she was studying astrology, and I was studying Amy, so I learned astrology. (laughs) (laughs) I love how that happened. That that was definitely kismet, right? (laughs) Yes, I'd like to give a shout-out to Rupert Smith, Amy's roommate in college, who ended up printing all of Warhol's posters. But he's the one who told Amy, you really should try it. You'd be good at this. And she was. So so you see how things can change your life. And um, it's been our path ever since together. And luckily, Monty's an Aquarius head. And... In those days, you know, we did the charts by hand, and so yep. he, he was mathematically more adept than me. But um, together, you know, started doing readings, started, um, you evolve it yourself, as you know, that it's a, it's a science of observation as you do more charts, as you study people. Of course, you, you have to be interested in people, right? Right. Yes. At least That's interested in yourself. And so you start to do your family's charts, you do your friends' charts, and then more and more, you just... It's a lifelong study, really. And then we started putting some of our knowledge into Monty's first book was Karma Cards that came out in 1988. Right, because I was fun at parties. We live in the Hamptons and, and people say, oh, I wish there was a, a way you, we can do this astrology game with you when you're not here. I said, okay, I'll invent it. So as an Aquarius, I invented it and sold it on the first shot. Wow. Yeah, uh, we were down in, uh, I think, New Orleans for some the ABA at the time. And the first place I went to, I looked that they had sold the Book of Runes. They had done the Book of Runes. I said, I have an astrology card game that tells the future. They said, let's play it. So we played it. 
And they got a great answer. I said, what'd you ask? I said, and they said, we asked if we should publish your book. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> they sold it to Penguin Books and it came out the same year Nancy Reagan uh, was revealed to have used an astrologer. And the first printing went to 45,000 for Penguin Books. And wow. Right ever since. Well, that kind of got us hooked on publishing, right? Yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are. Yeah, and you guys are prolific with publishing. I mean, you've done a lot of books, a lot of cards. We're yes. working on number 50 right now. Yes. Wow. Some of them are more popular than others. But yes. I think there's sort of like a diary of what we learn and what we want to share. And we're still excited about doing books and have a new creativity project coming out next year. Yeah, with the Red Feather. Ooh, and I love them. Astrology is the grid underneath everything because the 12, even sun sign astrology, you can tell so much. It's a way to divide up personality types, colors. I mean, so much as an artist. Well, I I was saying before, I I wish we had had a book like yours when we were learning because your book has got everything. It's like Prego spaghetti sauce. It's all in there. I don't know if that commercial comes out. (laughs) (laughs) Are they out of business? I don't know. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> I'm dating myself with spaghetti sauce references. But, you know, it is a commitment to learn astrology. And yes. as we were saying before we uh, did the podcast, how popular it is now, which is so exciting. I mean, now you can ask someone what their chart is and they know it, which is yes. so cool. Well, I think it's going to be a, a, a counterpunch to the people killing themselves because if you know about yourself and you feel a little powerful and you don't feel like life is meaningless and there's no connections astrology reinforces the fact that we're all connected there are connections there's a purpose to life so get on with it and live yes and you know speaking of books we talked about you know 50 books that you guys wrote now we're going to be talking about our topic today based on a book that you wrote recently called Astrology for Wellness, which is the star sign guides for body, mind, and spirit vitality. What inspired you to write a book about astrology for wellness? Well, one of the paths that kind of evolved simultaneous with astrology were investigating all different modalities. I and mean, together, Monty and I, you know, when we were young, we did drugs, then we stopped drugs like early on, 1979, and triggered us to investigate acupuncture, investigate massage. I mean, we've been doing all these years, eating right. I mean, Monty was sort of a more natural eater than I was when we met. And, you know, I taught him astrology. He taught me about eating, which he's such a cool guy that way. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Aquarius. Yeah, I've been eating uh, organically and and trying to stay healthy since I'm 16. And now that um, I'm going to be 70 in January, I'm very healthy because of it. And there have been a lot of modalities that have helped Amy and I stay healthy. And and all of our books are based on our desire to share what works for us because uh, we we have the information. We're living a great life. We want to share it so other people can have a great life too. I mean, as you know, each part of the body is affiliated with an astrology sign. Yes. Right there, you can tell so much. Like, I'm an Aries. It rules the head, rules the neck. I mean, that's where I hold tension. And stress and tension and anxiety, uh, it's all stuff we all have to deal with. And so you need tools. Right. And and tools that are customized for you. And it's not like we say that no one's ever going to get sick if they do what's in the book. Everyone gets sick. Everybody dies, but at the same time, you want to live well while you can. And and astrology for wellness contains tips that we use to stay well. 
And I think also knowing things about astrology um, you're and, and knowing how to work with it, which is what you're doing here. And I love proactive astrology is what we're doing is we're stacking the odds in our favor. Yes, that's it. That's how I look at it. I mean, right. if you have an idea of what you're all about, you can always choose to work with the high vibe or the low vibe of right. your chart, right? And right. it's the same when we have an understanding of our astrological makeup for health. Well, we can stack the odds in our favor by doing practices that are going to be helpful. You know, I'm a Gemini, and Gemini rules the lungs, the hands, the shoulders, and the nervous systems. And I got to tell you, I know so many Geminis who are chain smokers, and I used to be one. Sure. I loved to smoke. I loved smoking so much. Smoking was my favorite thing in the world. I didn't smoke for a long time, only about eight years. But what the interesting thing I noticed is I started getting a lot of lung problems. Yeah. And a lot of my Gemini friends, including my former husband, who was a Gemini, was a furious chain smoker. You know, and, and so it's a big no-no. So what I'd like to ask you is, can you tell us just briefly maybe some things that every sign of the zodiac maybe should be keeping an eye on, like for Aries. What what do you need to keep an eye on since you rule the head? Well, getting burned out. I mean, it's a fire sign. We burn out. We go, go, go until we collapse. So try to be preventative before we collapse. I've learned that in my own life. I know, like you said, we, we observe all the signs and all of our friends who are Aries and all the people we do readings for, and we laugh about it, right? But there are steps you can do. Like, I just had an encounter with a Virgo this morning who kind of irritated me. <laughs> I went right for, you know, my aromatherapy frankincense and did some breathing exercises. I mean, overall, there are breathing exercises we can all do. There are ways we can calm our minds. There are ways we can have a higher perspective. Um, well, but like Aquarius, we have yoga poses also for each time. We have yoga poses, how to sleep better, uh tea infusions, aromatherapy, crystals, you know, things that are really powerful and work for us. Do you want us to delineate it through the 12 signs? Let's just go through the signs and just briefly talk about what is the body part they rule? Okay. Okay. What what do they need to take? Yeah. Okay. Well, I just want to say one thing, because you said something really interesting. And that's when you stop smoking, your lungs started um, cleaning out. Yes. When anybody has a modality that they've done for a long time and then they stop it, your body has been trying to clean out for a while and you do get sick. I, I mean, yep. sickness is not necessarily a bad thing. It's it's like house cleaning, you know, yeah. and I'm house cleaning. So I guess it works that way. Too. I think it's the same. Like we said, astrology is work to learn. I mean, staying healthy is it's also work that you yes. get to. Right. And that Scorpio is, is the cleaning out, you know. But anyway, <laughs> so we had Aries was the head. Taurus is the throat. So that they're prone to throat issues. Um it's good for them to sing and chant and, and do things like that. And also, they need to do things slowly and deliberately. So if they get pushed, they get stressed. We all know our stress triggers, and you hold it in that part of the body that the sign is and, affiliated with. And you delineated Gemini with the hands and... And, and, uh, and the nervous energy. And the nervous energy. The worst thing for Geminis is don't get bored, because if you get bored, you get sick. So well, Yeah, or you chain smoke if you get bored. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, th- think about it. And the television and the movies, they only show people smoking. And it's yep. air. It's because air it's something sign. to do. Because if not, you just, they'd just be standing there. So they yep. want a profession on the screen. So for Gemini, for sleep, we have a section about how to sleep better because your mind is always going. Right. right? That's the challenge to yeah. 
going to shut that off and surrender to sleep. Right. We have methods for that. And uh, a lot of them are very close to meditation because a lot of people fall asleep. Yes. Meditation is effective for that. Very much so. But Gemini's have to have two choices of comforters, right? Yeah, at least. <laughs> well, well, I go between the sheet, the comforter, the sheet, the comforter, the sheet, the comforter. <laughs> right, so, so cancer, cancer is the stomach. We know all cancers hold that in the stomach. And there's all those, cancer is the mother So it, it, in Western astrology. So uh, they hold all that tension that comes from, and it's nurturing, so it's giving food to your kids and whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, one interesting thing we have for each sign is, are the cell salts. I don't know yes. if you we learned that from our wonderful astrologer who guided us for so many years. Leora Warner. Introduced us to that in the 70s that there are cell salts for each sign, you know, for the, the needs of each sign. I just took mm-hmm. one and then, and then, after that, Virgo. And then there's rescue remedy, which is amazing. The Bach flower remedies. Yes. Those, those are great. I mean, these are all basically like really simple things if you're aware. And if, you want to catch it on a spiritual level before it filters down into the physical level because that's how it works and plus there's so much nonsense that's out there for sale now you want to have somebody guide you to the stuff that we know works and amy and i as as at the age we're at we know what works because we're still alive well also (laughs) uh, because i know you guys and you know i've I've seen you in person too you really are a testament to good health you both look fabulous you look years younger than your age i mean you're the glowing picture of health and well-being so I know, and for people who are listening, because I know you guys, um, you are a walking example of someone who practices what they preach. And that's very important with astrology and tarot. I always say, if you're going to be a professional reader, you better be the living, breathing example of exactly what you're putting out there. I I mean, if I was still chain smoking and then talking about health for Gemini's, I would have no business doing that, right? It's all a million copies. We see that with prosperity, too, because believe it or not, there's a lot of astrologers who have uh, prosperity issues. Yeah, you don't want to get money advice from somebody who has poverty consciousness, right? I think one of the reasons Amy and I have what we have is because we really do love and trust each other. Yeah. So we have that basis to draw on. Plus, we have the luxury of the free time to think about all these things and what works for us and what doesn't and what we can share with people in, in a clear, concise way. And if it's not fun, no one's going to want to do it anyway. And being healthy is fun. Yes. So what about Leo? Leo is the heart. And yes. the back, lower back. Yeah. So you have to do stretches that help your lower back before the tension goes there. I mean, Leos need a lot of affection, a lot of they attention. They sure do. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. Leo Isaac, so we, our stage fright is we get scared when we're not on stage. Yes. You know, that's, that's, They'll feel deprived if they're not getting that. And and just think about a, a a male lion. They sit there all day sleeping, and then and then the female lions drive the food to them. They kill the food, and then they eat what they want, and they go back to sleep. So so they need a lot of rest, <laughs> and they need people. Uh, Aries are the leaders, the pioneers. Leos lead, walking backwards, so they can see who's following them. So you, you need to feel like you're part of a group that is respectful of you. If if Leos don't get respect. It's not a it's not a good thing. And then Virgos need to keep busy because when they're not busy, they go crazy. But it actually uh, rules health and food. Yes, and wellness. Yeah. Virgos, really. and that's why they can do all kinds of things and still stay healthy. And everyone's like, "But oh, wait a minute! I thought you're not supposed to do that." They're very discerning until it turns into being too picky and dissatisfied and perfectionistic. Right. They, that rules the intestines, just like Virgos divide everything up into component parts, like your intestines uh, digest your food. They they get down into the little part of stuff and sometimes they miss the, the big picture. And then Libra, 
is is the um, kidneys. the kidneys. It's the midpoint. It's it's the infinity point on the sine wave. It's where the sine wave meets the horizontal y axis. It's infinity. Balance, yeah. balance, balance. But you know, it's always like not balanced. Right. So they have so. to be calm in the in the unbalanced aspect of everything because nothing's ever perfect. And then and then Scorpio, as I said before, rules the eliminations and the sex and the organs. sex organs. So it's that highest lowest thing. The same thing that you use to eliminate your waste is something that you use for sexual pleasure so and reproduction. And the yoga poses that we assign to each, like um, we have the lotus pose for Libra because mm -hmm. it's so balanced and it's meditative. And we have sort of an open leg thing for Scorpio. <laughs> oh, what a surprise. And, and then Sagittarius rules the thighs because the thighs are the biggest muscles, right? They get you all around yeah. travel. And, and Sagittarius, the symbol is uh, Chiron, the wounded healer, who was a centaur. So it's like your, it's your horse muscles like, that get you around, move you around. Uh, they need fresh air. They need to be outside. They, they need uh, the natural world. The color purple. And they need to tell you the truth all the time, even if you don't want to hear it. <laughs> it's like Scorpio knows the truth and doesn't say it unless they want to. And Sag has to tell you the truth or else they feel like they're lying. And, and then um, Capricorn. Well, first of all, if you're a Capricorn, I feel for you because Saturn and Pluto are in Capricorn right now. It's not an easy time for Capricorns. But they never think it's an easy time. No. But, <laughs> and now when they complain, I say, you know, you're right. You know, it's, it's, so that's the knees and the bones. And, you know, like for crystals, they like the dark, dark onyx, the darkest mm -hmm. crystals, most earthiest crystal. Yeah. And they, and they can have knee, knee issues. Yeah. You know, because yeah. these keep you upright, and Saturn's all about skeleton, being skeleton. upright. And the skeleton, right, the bones of things, things that last, your teeth. It's it's like, I don't know if everyone else watches uh, true crime or, or detective <laughs> shows, but... I do. Yeah, well, you know, that's of course, what they, Of course you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's look at the I teeth. Think they have similar tastes that way. Yeah, everything's, yeah. everything's gone but the skeleton and the teeth. Let's you know, That's Saturn. Saturn is like... It's going to last. And then Aquarius is the ankles and the wrists, the eccentric joints, because Aquarians are eccentric. So we have like the um, the, the dog pose. Yeah, the downward. Stretches, yeah, downward dog, because it stretches your ankles, it stretches your wrists. Yeah. yeah. As crazy as they are, we, us Aquarians are pretty rigid. It's a fixed sign. Yeah. We'll get into that some other time. Pisces rules the, the feet. feet. They need reflexology. And believe it or not, reflexology is what got me into spirituality and eating right and health. Because it was the first thing I ever experienced that was other than the straight medicine that I had experienced in the 50s well, and the early 16, 60s. Right? I was, yeah, I was 16 and I was complaining about back problems and I had a vicious gym teacher who said, I can fix your back problems, but it's going to hurt. And he, he jammed his thumbs into my arches and I stood up and it didn't hurt. And I was like, how did you do that? Wow. And, yeah. And that's what started me on the whole journey. Isn't that fascinating? It was like a miracle. Well, it's fascinating to me. It's very nice of you to say so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, for me, that stuff, is, I, I'm always interested, first of all, in how people come to things. Yeah. yeah. So how do we get to where we get get to? And I just find that really intriguing that the mean gym teacher actually had a solution. Yes, he was really mean. And and he, he must have been ahead of his time. He yeah. was definitely ahead of his time. He, he lived on sprouts, this guy. He was over 65, but Brooklyn Tech couldn't fire him because he was healthier than anyone in the school. And and he was healthier than any gym teacher, but he was me. So in those yeah. days when Monty got into it, there was like one health food store in all of New York City. Yeah. It's interesting to see how things now you can get organic food in every yep. store. Yeah. And it's kinda awesome. There's a yoga studio on every corner and 
we're very happy that we've been we've played our little part in helping people. You know, people come up to us and say, "Enchanted Tarot was given to me by my mother, and now I'm a Wiccan priest." And you know, yeah. we, we love stuff like that because we wanted to make it easier for people than it was for us. Like we were talking about, like, yes. your book is the book everyone wished they had when they were learning astrology. Thank you, and it's you know, I just remember back in the day too. Um, you know, when I first started, I started learning around 1980 and there wasn't a lot available. I mean, going, there weren't a lot of bookstores in, in my era. I grew up in a rural area. So finding the information was hard and organic. We didn't know what organic was. No. We talked about that. I was in a rural area. You know, everybody used our roundup on everything. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a question for you guys too. Now the book is focusing on the sun sign. Are there any other places to look into the astrology chart that might be important for health? Like every place. But well, the sixth house we always look to first. You know, yeah. what you have there what sign rules the sixth house. That's the house of health and wellness. And then, then if you have a planet there and and what sign it's in, you can kind of see what issues you'll be having. And then you have transits. Transits yeah. are where the planets are now and how they affect your chart. So you could see times when you have to strengthen and compensate for, you know, certain challenges and weaknesses. That's the beauty of getting your chart read by a good astrologer to see what cycles are going on. One of the interesting things I found about astrology is, is in my study of the second house, is that your value system. And I realized that your value system, if you deal with it on a spiritual level, it doesn't have to come into the mental level and drive you crazy. If you deal with it on the mental level, it doesn't have to come into the physical world to either lack or too much of something. So I think that health works like that. If you have a spiritual issue and you deal with it on the spiritual plane, it doesn't have to affect you mentally. If you deal with it on the mental plane, it doesn't have to uh, affect you physically. I'm not saying we create illnesses. I'm not saying that anyone who's born or experiences an accident created it. I do not believe that. But what I am saying is you can be the best you can be by dealing with it as best you can. that That's what our book uh, It's not book a punishment to get right. sick. I mean, right. it's an expression of a cycle. Sometimes it's just like it makes you turn inward. I know times when I've had challenging health issues, it turns you inward to examine things in a different way, which you wouldn't ordinarily. When I was diagnosed, I had a uh, in situ melanoma on my forehead. I didn't think that I created it. Well, my only concern was how do I deal with it? How do I get rid of it? Cut it out? You and know, prevent it from happening. Prevent yeah. it from happening again. I I do not look at it as a punishment caused by some problem I'm having with my my uh, my way of being in the world. I think everyone, every chart comes in there with the potential to have wonderful things happen and problem problematic things happen. And our book is, and, and your book is all about trying to, like you said, stack the odds. And also you call your, you say your book's about real life. That's what it is. When yeah. you read tarot cards also, it's not like you expect all good cards. Right. It's the real life. It's the real picture. And I mean, that's what's beautiful. One of the most amazing things to me about doing tarot readings, I know we're off topic, is when you tell someone the bad stuff and they're like, I know. Mm-hmm. And, and it's something that they, they want to hear. And, and because they want to know and they want to get on with it. One of the best things is astrology also helps you understand the other people in your life. Yes. Like you kids, you have a husband. I can see Monty cycles because it's so individual. So how do you learn to you know make your gears work together and understand that what, what they're going through? It helps you step inside somebody else's shoes. 
Yeah. I mean, it's so, so useful. Uh, I think it's the most practical tool. I even use it to figure out how to raise my kids. So my kids are very yeah. different. So it really worked. I got a really, for our last question, I got, I don't know if this is a weird question or not. So, <laughs> I mean, I love your book so much, but my question is, can you apply the information to your pets? Because I've got, I, I have a, a cat who's an Aries. I have a cat who is a Taurus. And, you know, right now our Aries is having a lot of problems and it is in his head, by the way. So I love that you brought up about the head. Yeah. A lot of his problems are in his head. Is there anything that I can use out of this book to help my pets? That's such a great question. Our cat is an Aries also, so we're familiar with it. Born on Amy's birthday. We didn't write it with pets in mind. I, I think okay, that... Okay, number 51. Yeah, really, that's book <laughs> A new book. Astrology, <laughs> we can collaborate. Astrology yeah. with your pet. I do think they, they reflect, I mean, we, we happen to know our, our cat's whole chart. Um, some, the person who had him did his chart, so it helps us to... We massage his thighs, he's Sag rising, and his head. And we know you can't stop him from going because he's Sag rising with an Aries. But for for wellness, I mean, it's hard. Well, we found that one of the best things is the rescue a little drop of rescue remedy in the water to keep him calm, right? I'm sure you yeah. do. Rescue I have, good. I have rescue remedy for the cats. I also have for our cat, um, because he's a very aggressive Aries, he's food aggressive. <laughs> so sometimes <laughs> sometimes I use this anti-bully thing in his food, or I put a little CBD oil in his food yeah. that really seems to mellow him out. It's to be good for pets. I got it for our cat. I haven't, you know, I don't really know much about it, but I'm sure it works. Yeah. I mean, it, it, we're basically saying all the stuff that works for us does work for them, but in a different form. Yes. Yes. Right. So anyhow, I just thought it was interesting that you brought up about Aries for the head, and right now our Aries cat is having a lot of issues with his head. So I thought, wow, maybe I can yes. think about doing something to help. Yeah, some some energy work on his head. Yeah. And also they're supposed to help us stay well. They do. <laughs> Why are they getting sick? Well, I, I always think that <laughs> a lot of times our pets take on illnesses that we would have gotten. I yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I can we, totally see that. We lost uh, Zane's uh, sister at a time when I knew psychically I was in danger. And I, I remember opening a car door and almost getting hit by a car going too close and all kinds of, I just knew it was happening. And then she, she unfortunately got hit by a car. So I, I think they are they are so wonderful that they do sacrifice themselves. To I mean, there's so much karma within everything we're talking about that, you know, it's very mysterious, right? We don't know what lifetime it goes back to and what lessons we're supposed to learn. So we're kind of like going with the flow and using the tools we know that work and astrology and getting insights. And it's an ongoing process. It's so weird to be a human, you know? You're really? weird <laughs> <laughs> to be a cat. Too. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Giants that walk around giving us food. Yeah, well, our cats are pretty spoiled. So, you know, they, they've certainly found a way to make sure they get exactly what they need around here. <laughs> So if people, speaking of needs, um, I think your Astrology for Wellness book is a great book to get people learning about their sun sign and also learning about how to stack the odds in their favor for their health. So where can they get your book? So our website is theenchantedworld.com and it should be in every Barnes & Noble. It's on Amazon and hopefully in independent 
New Age bookstores? Yeah, um, we have our own shelf in every Barnes and Noble. Uh, the top shelf of the spirituality section has a lot of our Enchanted World books, but we want people to buy from their local bookstore because Barnes and Noble has enough money. <laughs> <laughs> well, I totally agree with that. And by the way, anytime I go in a bookstore, I always see something from you guys in the metaphysical section. So I can tell you that your stuff is being stocked all over. And also, if somebody wanted to let's say now this book got them intrigued and our conversation got them intrigued and they really want to go in depth to talk about health and karma and issues. Um, you know, where can they get a reading with you? Well, uh, montyfarber.com, Monty with an E. I think if they're interested in astrology, they should buy your book. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Well, it's true. And Monty, Monty does lots of personal private readings. He's really, really good. I am. <laughs> Um, so, so they go to montyfarber.com and, and they can book the time and then we'll get in touch with them and, and straighten it out. And Karma Cards is a fun way to learn a, the basics yes. of astrology. But if they really want to become professional astrologers or, or really understand astrology, I think your book is the way to go. Thank you so much. And thank you for all the wonderful books and decks that you have created over the years. I mean, I've got lots of your stuff on my own shelf, and I know most professional tarot readers and astrologers do as well, and I hope you do keep creating because uh, just even from our conversation today, I could see all kinds of wheels turning, so oh, thank, yeah. you, thank you both so much for spending time with me today, um, and I appreciate you both so much. Thank you, Teresa. We feel the same way. We sure do. All right, people, that's all for today's episode. So make sure you get to your local bookstore and get a copy of Astrology for Wellness by Monty Farber and Amy Zerner. You're certainly going to want this. It's going to, again, help you to stack the odds in your favor. And a reminder, if you are enjoying the show, take a moment and leave a positive review on iTunes because that's the best way to help new listeners discover Astrology Bites. And I want to thank you, of course, for listening. And for more fun stuff, head over to my website, thetarolady.com. You'll find tons of resources about tarot and astrology, including my free monthly forecasts and horoscopes and lots more. Again, that's thetarolady.com. I'll see you there. And remember, no matter what's going on in the cosmos today, ultimately, you are in charge of your life. You're in the driver's seat. If you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change the course. You're the boss and you've got that power. Be kind to yourself and others and make smart decisions. I'll see you in the next episode.